0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. I just pulled up the first story. Uh, I know it will be titled the show something like uh, Man Stabbed Over a Remote Control. I uh, So, I mean, I've had a number of girlfriends over the course of my life, several of them live in, if you will, or we live together. We cohabitated. And you could talk about this, and even though you have a wife? I. I <laughs> Well, I According don't. The Gigi, I, uh, I don't. A so
1: wife boy. and a girlfriend,
0: uh, or no. perhaps I have the best kind of wife—one who never says anything to me. <laughs> She's nice and uh, quiet. You know, she <laughs> she doesn't bother me. She doesn't care how late I stay out. You know, all these kinds of things. Nice. Uh, but no, uh, I've I've had the argument over the remote control for the television. You know, yes. like, Well, I'm watching this, right? You know, you yeah. only got one TV in the house, right. or something like that. You know, and like, well, I want to watch this. It's like, uh, how do you how do you resolve that? you time shift it okay or you get like a second TV second TV. Right? you yeah. know like yeah. you go kick to, her out you know if you're if you're <laughs> trying to out. if you're trying to watch a sports thing maybe you go to the bar Ooh. right well, yeah. that so you can't you can you, you can't can watch her thing that. and you know you yeah. can go watch her, or you go to a buddy's house i will or say
1: uh some people are crazy like you'd think like okay like a solution would be mm-hmm. nice right right yeah. i know people men and women you know women kind of get like all the the flack for being crazy Men can be unreasonable as well. No. Um, And I've seen circumstances, (laughs) not specifically to the TV, but uh, where it's like, okay, there's an issue, and you're like, okay, here are some solutions, right? Right. And nothing will make them happy. You know, so it's like, oh well, I'll go to the bar and, and watch the game if you want the TV. And you're gonna yeah. come no, home I drunk. Yeah, and then you're gonna come home <laughs> drunk. I want you to stay here, and you know what I mean. So right. it's like get out there and cut the lawn.
0: What what usually <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, usually in that case, what they out. want is to what they want is to win the argument yeah. and then also have you there and watch whatever they wanted with you. And so I that think that punishment. happens so that they a lot can, of the time. You know, yeah. Like either because they want to spend time with you, which hopefully that's the reason, or because they just want to gloat for like another hour. Or two yeah. Just, it, I know, because they won the argument or whatever. So yeah. anyway, uh, this is you know this is a thing. Hopefully uh, you know couples out there. Yeah. Hopefully you figured out ways to resolve this. And
1: I'm just I'm assuming that if it gets to the point where there's a physical altercation over this, that these are probably crazy, unreasonable people. Yeah. Well, That's this, my assumption.
2: Buy another TV.
0: This from WTAE.com.com. <laughs> com. I believe this is out of Pittsburgh. Pizza Pennsylvania. A man stabbed after repeatedly asking Pittsburgh woman for TV remote. <laughs> Michelle Robinson, age 57, is charged with aggravated assault. Wait, did she stab him in the hand? A man told police a woman stabbed him in the hand In the hand. after he repeatedly asked for the TV remote. The incident happened around 12.15 a.m. Tuesday on the 2800 block of Bedford Avenue in Pittsburgh's Bedford Dwellings neighborhood. That's a lot of information. Yeah. Well researched.
1: Yeah, I know. Okay. What's their address? <laughs>
0: yeah, in that, in That's that, that probably section. Probably like 2801 or something, right? Yeah. Like, the 28 block. Yeah, 2800 block. Anyway. 2800 block. According to a criminal complaint for Michelle Robinson fifty seven of Pittsburgh. The victim told police Robinson was keeping the remote control from him in her purse, and he asked for it multiple times. According to the court paperwork, the third time the victim asked, Robinson pulled a knife out and stabbed him
1: Only in the hand. Three times wow. third time's a charm. <laughs> something. Or a hand stabbing. It's uh it's something.
2: This happened at twelve fifteen AM on what night? Tuesday. Tuesday. What what could so, be so important on television at 12.15 a.m. on a Tuesday in Pittsburgh?
1: And also, like, everybody has DVR, everything's recorded. Yeah. Like, you know, she's watching something on Netflix, you know, although like something at, that is pre-recorded. Although at age
0: 57, you don't know, like,
1: maybe, you, you know, yeah. maybe
0: they don't have that skill set.
1: But I will say, <laughs> um, my my assessment was correct. Uh, like, she's crazy. Oh, you think? Yeah.
0: According to court paperwork, the third time... Yeah, we already said that. The court paperwork said that Robinson initially told police the victim stabbed himself.
1: <laughs> they always do that, he you know? He stabbed himself. And then later he wants said... He attention.
0: And then later said the victim had assaulted her.
1: They do that too, where it's like, you know, I'm going to stab you. And then the cops come and... But Nikki... Oh, he's beating me! But Nikki,
0: you're supposed to believe them all. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of them they would never lie. No.
1: Never. Why would,
0: why would anybody lie to no. further their own personal agenda?
1: Never. 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 It's
0: not like it's not like they learned it from politicians. Anyway, Police said that Robinson later made a spontaneous utterance that she did indeed stab the victim. Oh. Uh,
1: talking <laughs> to the police. On so yeah, herself, she talking yeah. to herself cuz she's nuts. She's like, "I'm glad I stabbed you."
0: Yeah. Four men charged in theft of satirical golden toilet titled "America" at Churchill's birthplace. All right, mm. lot to unpack here. Four men, four men, not they're,
1: they're heavy. I saw a gold toilet, a gold I mean, toilet, not wise
0: men apparently, but they no. are four no. men have been charged in the theft of a satirical golden toilet. Now, I know what a toilet is. I can imagine what a golden toilet might look like. They have a picture of. I'm assuming the aforementioned uh, satirical golden toilet mm. in the article, but I can't show people that on the radio. Mm. Uh, and so I'm not sure what a satirical golden toilet is, unless it's like not really gold. You know, it's, it's like fool's gold. Or spray-painted yeah, gold spray-painted. or something. You know, I don't know. So it's not 14 karat or anything. I think
2: satirical is probably the wrong
0: word. We'll find out. Mm. Uh, and then why would you name a satirical golden toilet America. If you're Churchill, ugh. well, and then who is Churchill? Uh, he was the prime minister during World War Two for Britain,
2: for the UK. So oh, I believe it's Winston. It just says Churchill. I would assume,
1: yeah, I, you, that's what I would. assume. Or it's
2: Churchill Downs. We in, will fight in, in the Kentucky, fields
0: and in the streets. We shall defend our honor. That bit from Iron Maiden, where it's Churchill's speech. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they took a sample of Churchill and mm-hmm. put it anyway. Yeah, talking about metal again. Uh, so why would you put a satirical golden toilet at Churchill's birthplace and call it America? There's so many questions just based on this headline alone. There's a lot to unpack here. So his birthplace, was that at the hospital maybe? Ooh,
2: I, I would don't assume know. they just mean
1: the town, right? The town? The city? At his
0: house? Well, yeah, What what is a birthplace? And it's right? funny that is the that... number
2: two story is coming from San Francisco gate. <laughs> like they are the number two capital of the world. Yeah, I think. that's true. Uh, yeah, watch
0: watch where you're walking on yeah. the sidewalk. They have an, an app skin. for that. Uh, <laughs> so the photo that they have though does show a rather industrial looking, uh, you know, we'll say restroom. It looks like it's on a gas station. It it kind of does. It's an odd shape. Uh, the walls are all white. The stainless steel double roll toilet paper dispenser looks like there's a paper towel. uh you know, dispenser beneath or above a uh, what do you call it? A trash looks like can. It's like it's built
2: into a corner. It does. Somehow. It almost Arounded. looks like a.
0: It almost looks like a prison
1: type of a setup. Ah.
0: Not that I've been to prison, but you know, just guessing. can imagine. Yeah. Uh, it's right. satirical. It's satirical. Yeah. Okay. London, AP. Four men were charged Monday over the theft of an 18 karat gold toilet. Well, wow. How? How is that satirical?
1: I think it just in general it's supposed to be a joke, right? It's a real it's a real golden toilet, but
2: it's only eighteen karat.
1: Maybe it's, not it's just not hooked up to carat. plumbing. Maybe that's what they mean. Oh, it
0: looks like it's hooked up to plumbing. I mean, maybe it's not. But anyway, uh, four men charged Monday a theft of an eighteen carat gold toilet from Blenheim Palace, the sprawling English country mansion where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born.
2: You sound like you're from the onion at the top of the hour.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is not the onion news. This is SFGate. Uh, Okay, so we've answered the question. uh, Churchill's birthplace, meaning the mansion in which he was born. Uh, So apparently this golden toilet uh, was in Blenheim Palace. Home birth, cool. The toilet valued... At 4.8 million pounds. Wow. Or 5.95 million in dollars. Wow. Was an artwork titled America. <laughs> uh, it was just a piece of art. It wasn't a real uh, toilet. When you, when you sit on it, do you wipe your president? <laughs> <laughs> you can use pound notes. <laughs> hey, that's just like Congress flush. <laughs> <laughs> and intended as a pointed satire. About excessive wealth by Italian conceptual artist, Maurizzo Catalan. It was part of an art installation at Blenheim Palace near the city of Oxford a few days before it vanished overnight in September 2019. Wow. <laughs> so imagine you're like, hey, everybody, the, the new art toilet is getting installed. It's uh, 18 karat gold and mm. it's part of this whole art installation now. The room that they have it in does not look like art at all. Right? No. Like the toilet. Okay, I could see the toilet being considered art just because it's all shiny and gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But the room is just, I mean, it looks a like gas a gas station case. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a weird shape. It's got, you know, regular toilet paper holders in it, whatever. The Crown Prosecution Service uh, said they uh, are charging four men aged 35 to 39. They had arrested seven, but only four are being charged currently. Uh, and the artwork has never been found. The golden toilet was fully functioning, and prior to the theft, visitors to the exhibition could book a three-minute appointment to use it. Wow. That's So you did not even have to steal it to use it, right? You could just go there, book an appointment, probably pay for it. I'd pay for that. Hey, look at me. I want a golden throne. How do you
1: time that? <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Three minutes. I don't know. I might have to book multiple appointments back to back like ten four, four appointments. <laughs> I'll go ten. <laughs> ten a, I'm here for the full half, <laughs> half hour. <laughs> uh, do you have a silver toilet I could use? Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't afford the golden yeah. one, you know. Do you have a copper one? Yeah, yeah we have two minutes uh, on the silver toilet. <laughs> Police said that because the toilet had been connected to the palace's plumbing system, its removal caused significant damage and flooding to the no. 18th century building. Oh, God. A UNESCO World Heritage site filled with valuable art and furniture that draws thousands of visitors each year. Well, okay, but like, I mean, sure, that's a result of the theft, right? And that's damage that should be assessed or whatever. Mm. But at the same time, you installed a toilet amongst millions of dollars of art. A working toilet. A working one. A working golden toilet. So, like, you know, Mm. uh... Should have thought of that. It's like, uh, you know, it's cold in here, and I don't have any heat. I think I'll bring the grill inside. Right? Like, no, <laughs> don't do that. That's that's poor form. The Guggenheim Museum in New York, where the artwork was installed in a bathroom prior to it being shown at Blenheim Palace, described the the toilet as cast in 18-karat gold. We already said that. The museum said the artwork invited viewers to, quote, make use of the fixture individually and privately to experience unprecedented intimacy with a work of art. That is so
1: strange.
0: Mm. I, you know, I...
1: I just can't imagine going out of my way to facilitate something like that. Like, you know, like you know, you go to an art museum, right? That's a normal thing to do, I suppose. But I'm going to go to this specific art museum because they have a golden toilet and I've been... Fantasizing about taking a crap on this toilet for years. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna pay money, book my my three minute appointment. Okay. I just can't imagine like living in that
2: I, I, realm. I, how do you time
0: like if you're
1: three That's minutes? What, yeah, there's you know, that too. Yeah.
0: How do you? And then like <laughs>
1: they gotta hire
0: somebody, right? Or do they ex- like? And like, what kind of cleanser do you use on a golden toilet? Right? You're not using Comet. You're not using Clorox. What are you using? You know, I'm naming brands. Yeah. I do that. yeah, but you know what I mean. You get the idea, right? You're not going to use bleach on 18 karat gold, are you? Maybe. You know what? What kind um, of what yeah, kind of scrub? Like uh,
1: jewelry polish. You know how people polish their rings and stuff.
0: <laughs> that every time. Okay, okay. But, but what kind of yeah. what kind of toilet brush do they use on gold? Right, it can't be just the mm-hmm. off the shelf. You know standard yeah, they need like a
1: microfiber cloth
0: something right yeah. you know and then do they make you clean it or do they hire somebody <laughs> you, you have to put I mean? another
2: three minutes to clean your mess up
1: <laughs> like i imagine
0: that like yeah there's like you know okay your three minutes are from here to here and then there's a three minute break for our sanitation people to come in and clean it for the next it. person it. disinfect right? like i'm already kind of leery of public bathrooms right? yeah I, I try not to i'm use not gonna them.
1: pay to <laughs> use one I don't care what the toilet's made out of.
0: I don't know, man. It's probably pretty cold too. You know, if me and some friends we got baked and went and visited this museum and there was no line, uh, how much? Fifty bucks? Okay, you know, everybody get a photo. Fifty bucks? I don't know. I'm just making it. Wonder, yeah. Would you pay fifty
1: dollars? I'm
0: going to ask to get a photo of me sitting on the golden throne. I think that would be awesome. (laughs) Right? You know. (laughs) That's All just right. my own personal opinion, yeah. right? Nobody else has to value it. But All I right, think yeah. that'd be
1: fun. Yeah. No, I was just wondering.
0: Hey, check it If out, that right. was a legit
1: place, like, price, yeah. you
0: know, like I, I mean, maybe if like, but then there'd have to be a camera in there or you'd have to invite somebody in there with you to take the photo. Yeah. So like, you know, depending on how hung up you are on stuff. And then if there is a camera in there, you're like, wait, is this camera no, on? there's a guy. During, you know.
1: There's a guy that staffed the photographer, if you will.
0: The concierge.
1: That's the, the bathroom yep. guy, right? Yep.
0: In the fancy bathrooms where they he like hand you a towel. You, uh, hors d'oeuvres. Uh, a hot towel. And... Can I offer
1: you a hot <laughs> towel, yeah. sir? Yeah. Do you like a tea? Yeah. Do
0: you like a, a <laughs> do you crumpet? Do, you, do you cologne, right? Don't you know, they have like deodorant and stuff like yeah. that? On, on The poopery. It shows you how unclassy <laughs> I am. I don't even know what they have in these.
1: Yeah, you know, the deodorant. With, like, dude. The, the face powder.
0: And they always expect a tip, too. And you're like, for what? You didn't do anything. <laughs> right. Unless you're the groom of the stool. I mean,. If you were the groom <laughs> of the stool, then I'd the uh, give you some money. This from redstate.com. New Hampshire takes a second bat at legislation to secede from the United States. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the opinions expressed by contributors are their owner, do not necessarily represent the views of this website. Blah,
2: blah, blah. Okay. Without official written permission from the NFL.
0: They do have a picture of a car with a license plate that spells. Freedom, just it's like freedom. Fr- with one e. Freedom. Yeah, it's, it's one of these vanity plates. I ran
1: I out of. I ran out of letters.
0: I've never. Well, no, you can only. Well, anyway,
1: that's what. Yeah, it's, it, it should say F R E D U
0: M. I've never understood libertarians who pay the state extra money to get a liberty message. not on their, on their license right. plate. Yeah, not like, makes sense. It, I, is it funny? No. It's. Is it ironic? Sure. Mm-hmm. Is it disturbing? Yes. Because like, mm, not the whole point of being. You know. Libertarian of any sorts, anarchist, you know, voluntarist, libertarian, L capital or lower, like was to be against the state. I mean, basically, blend in a little bit. Don't be so. uh...
1: If you were a real libertarian, real, you wouldn't even have a license plate. But y'all are a bunch of fakers (laughs) with registered cars license plates you probably have a driver's license bunch of bakers i don't
0: i don't you know chastise anybody for any of that kind of stuff because you're doing all of that under duress yeah right you are under the threat of violence should you not do those things yeah right and even if you are a student of the law, and you're uh, possibly like one of these uh, sovereign citizen people who yeah. have studied all the nuance and all that kind of a thing of, you know, what the law Their says. Their names are and that, in capital letters. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not traveling for official business, so you're interfering with my right to travel, etc. And so on. All that stuff is true, but you have to be so convincing to the nimrods that are doing the enforcing luck. that your only chance at getting you know any of that to to take effect is through court. And like, It'll cost you $10 million dollars to that. prove
2: it. Plus half your life, we, probably.
1: How did we get here? I, I wonder that I sometimes. Drove. Like, how? Yeah, I, I got a car. How I did drove. we get to the point where, because, like, obviously, like, this stuff is new within the past, like, hundred years. Like I mean, yeah, the, the advent sure, of the yeah. vehicle, right? Okay. Right, yeah. right. So, how did we get to the point where we need a driver's license? We need, you know, because it's so common. Have very, very rarely have I've never seen a car without a license plate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. If you do, someone's tailing them, or they have a dealer, right. a little fake yeah. dealer or the sticker plate, or yeah, so they temp can stick or something. Or whatever, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe someone is out there driving without a license plate, but they're going to get pulled over almost immediately, right? So this is a, a very rare and thing. And
0: repeatedly, it, depending on yeah. how far they yeah. travel.
1: So um, this is a very, very rare thing in today's world, in the entire country, right? It's just so normalized. This is what you need to do. You can't travel without it. Yep. No one questions it. Yep. How did we get to this point? Like, at, at what point well,
0: it's, it's did creep, this start? Right? You know what I mean? Uh, in the military, they call it mission creep. Uh, I'm trying to remember what they call it. uh, uh, Alex Jones calls it boiling frogs. Yes. Right? This is the idea that you can put a bunch of frogs into a pot of water. It
1: progressively get And gets, totally, yeah.
0: slowly turn the temperature up. The frogs don't even First notice. First it
1: feels nice. Mm-hmm. But if you
0: put the frogs just in a big thing of water and you crank it on high, the frogs are going to start jumping out immediately. Yeah. Right? So th- that is the only explanation I have. The same thing applies not only to driver's license, but to like passports. Everything. Like- Passports. Social like,
1: security cards? Yeah. That is a new thing. Right. All of these things are new. Like this is it, and so many people, I mean, I I don't, there aren't very many people alive today who remember a time before these things, right? So you don't know, I don't want to say no one, but very few people question this stuff. And I, in my work, I I, I do birth work, right? So I kind of like support families in that realm of bringing new human beings into the world. Uh, and you, this is do you a bring, question. Have
0: you bring sovereign kids in like the, the no social and all that? Kind yeah, of, stuff?
1: of course. Nice. So nice. this is um, this is a question I propose to people like are you have you thought about if you're going to register your child? Have you thought about if you're going to do a passport, a birth certificate? And a lot of people are just like completely mind blown. Why would you even ask me that? Right. They they really don't even think it's an option. And I've also had conversations with other midwives in other states where they're like, it is illegal for me to attend a birth without registering that child.
0: Human beings are the only animals on planet Earth that must show identification, nay, a passport even, in order to cross imaginary borders.
1: Or just in general. Like, I need identification? Are you not looking at me?
0: Yeah. I am a human. Do you Here think I'm a
1: figment of your imagination? Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. You need a you need a a piece of plastic, an official piece of plastic, yeah. or booklet,
0: like there to are, prove that there are no other animals on planet Earth except humans. No, that that, that must do these things. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, see my ID. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was thinking, when the
2: camera when the camera gets around to me, maybe I'll. i was thinking uh, you get like
0: watching. a you get like an eye patch. Right? That ha- has the letter D on it? my ID. my ID. My ID. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, like,
1: you know, you
0: know uh, moose that uh, are in northern New Hampshire and travel back and forth to Canada. <gasps> right, they're doing right. so oh without- Oh, my. They
1: can't do that. Without
0: documentation. They just
1: cross- no a passport? Border?
0: They haven't filled out the paperwork. Do they, they
1: have to go through the line at a border? The post
0: office? Yeah. <laughs> the post office. <laughs> they do they they were hang, passport? You ever see any
2: moose at <laughs> no, the DMV? Do, yeah, but no, do they never. have to
1: go through, uh, you know, when you're driving customs. into Canada? Customs, yeah. do they yeah. have to go through customs or anything like that?
0: I've never seen a moose at customs. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Take, take these antlers so apart, make sure there's no how do drugs. They, about, we, what about how ducks, do they get through? ducks who fly south for the winter and cross the, uh, you know, the Mexican border?
1: Wow. Well, we should probably put them in jail.
0: What about little, uh, you know, field mice, right? You know, like, why are human beings the only creatures on planet Earth that must comply with these stringent requirements to, like, Mm. just exist?
2: Yeah. Those are good libertarian thoughts. Because
1: uh, someone else decided that they were going to enslave the rest of us.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean,
1: that really is the
0: answer. Yes. Correct. Nutshell. Bam.
1: Yeah. No, there wasn't, like, a leader moose. And I think, you know... (laughs) <laughs> is that get- like a
0: is that like something the Germans wear? Leader moose and leader
1: Not to get too you know far into this, but um, Rocky. But I think you know because of the human development and brain power and all of our critical thinking and you know all of the the things that make up the human brain, which is why we were able to create and develop and you know do all these things, which is wonderful. Yeah. I think it's also to our detriment, right? because other animals don't have those capabilities but they're just existing like their mm-hmm. their existence is so much simpler
2: yeah Maybe they don't want the complexities of being human. I don't. Like,
1: that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I mean, maybe like maybe I want to be a moose. Yeah. Supposedly, I didn't choose this.
0: Supposedly, dolphins are more intelligent than humans.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they are.
0: And based on their lack of statism, I'm going to be like, yep, sure enough. I yeah. identify as a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I, I identify yeah. as a dolphin. You know, dolphins don't recognize the state. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I certainly Me
1: don't. either, so maybe I am. Perhaps.
0: I'm a dolphin.
1: I <laughs> identify okay. as a dolphin. Dolphin talk live. Now, now I know. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, this from redstate.com. New Hampshire takes a second bet at legislation to secede from the United States. New Hampshire joins the ranks of Texas, Alaska, Vermont, and Idaho in an effort to establish constitutional measures that allow for secession from the Union.
1: I didn't know that Vermont was doing that.
0: I didn't know that either.
1: Vermont's cool. I like Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, right. like,
0: the thing that's cool about Vermont is you can see it from New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it like like vermont and new hampshire are virtually mm. the same except for the state right so i like new hampshire the state far more than i like new or vermont yeah. the state right yeah. the vermont government is far more uh, tyrannical than the new hampshire government is but you know grass is always greener on the other side of the plantation Right. Yeah. We're literally arguing about, uh, oh, the slaves over on this plantation yeah. on the side know, of the Connecticut are River. different than yeah. the slaves on this plantation over here in New Hampshire. Like, mm-hmm. we're all still slaves on plantations.
1: It's borders and states and countries. It's just such a weird concept. It's like, what are you talking about, this other state with different rules? I mean, I could just, like, walk over there. Yeah. And it's just a place. Yeah, It's just so strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like can't we just exist? Like why are we making all these rules and borders and
0: and social security numbers. Like
2: Yeah, social
1: security numbers. Like how did how did we get here?
0: How is it okay for me to just sort of walk across the border between, you know, New Hampshire and Vermont, for example? Right? But if I want to cross between New Hampshire and Canada, the law I gotta be accosted by tyrants.
1: It's the law.
0: You know? Like but like it's no different. There's still imaginary borders. But if New
1: Hampshire secedes,
2: will we the have rules. border border patrol here? You
1: know, make sure you know all the rules.
2: Need a passport.
1: Yeah.
0: Representative Santanastasso said, Given the current challenges at the federal level and the potential unforeseen changes in the national landscape, it's essential to study the feasibility of an independent New Hampshire. This effort is not about neglecting our shared history. It's about proactive planning and ensuring our state shall persist Under any circumstance. Cool. True. (laughs) Uh, The author here says, I sat down with uh, State Rep. uh, Santanastasso and uh, some other folks to discuss that. I will put a link up to this article. There's a YouTube uh, discussion uh, with this. The Secession Committee, however, uh, has bill language uh, where both bills are scheduled for the 2024 legislative session, Hmm. which starts in January. The way the New Hampshire legislature works is that when, when the session begins, the bills will be assigned a number, receive a committee hearing, and all the documentation and formalities that go along with that. According to legislators, every bill gets both a committee hearing and a floor hearing. In order for the bills to pass and then be presented to the granted state citizens, they must reach a threshold of above 60%. So the 60% of the reps is, need to vote yeah. for this thing in yeah. order to get approved. Uh, CR... there's, 400,
2: there's 400 state reps. Right. So what's 60% of that? State... Something. <laughs> it's 240. 240, okay. All right, 60 is... I'll take your you word know, for it. 50
0: is... Sure. Yeah. If, if yeah. 60 is... Right, so 40. Yeah, times yeah, yeah, yeah. 4 is 240. Yeah. yeah, 240. According to the legislators, every bill gets both a committee hearing and a floor hearing. In order for the bills to pass, uh, we talked about that, 60%. Uh, CRCA 32, the first secession bill presented in March, uh, failed to reach that threshold out of 400 legislatures or legislators. Uh, only 13 apparently voted for the first one. Uh, and it was differently worded than this. There was yeah. no trigger. There wasn't two of them. etc. Right. and so on. Santo Anastaso was among the 13 who voted to approve the bill. He said of the effort, the actual truth is in secret. A lot of people do support it. I think we would have had 80 people vote for it, if not more, if they weren't worried about their... Political cost. Yeah. Uh-huh. So everyone whispers to me in the bathroom that they think it's yeah. awesome, but then when it's time to vote on the thing they're going to, they're either not there or they just vote the other way. Oh. Yep.
1: They're you know what, what that reminds me it. of?
0: Being two-faced. Um,
1: yeah. Like I remember being bullied in uh, in like elementary school. I can
0: imagine bullying. You.
1: Um. Yeah. Well. I'm sorry. So there were these. Kids, yeah. Not really that traumatic. But um. But the the moral of the story is, you know, I was being you know made fun of on the school bus, right? And then all those kids that were making fun of me got off the bus, and it was just me and this this other girl sitting in the back. And she said, "You know, I'm really I'm really sorry that happened to you. Um, I would have said something, but those are my friends, and I don't also uh... want to be targeted by them. Ooh. This is exact. And this is a fifth grader. Say so, right? I'm I'm in fifth grade at this point. Yeah. She's in fifth grade at this point. So, as adults, why are we still doing that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. grow up. Say what you mean. Live authentically. If you are going to be, you know, in this position, I mean, like, do it right. You know, it's it's Mm -hmm. like, and it's offensive, and people will say that uh, about a lot of things where it's like, wow, like, what you did was really, really cool, but I would never have the balls to do that, or, you know, like, I'm glad you're doing it, because I could never do that. I get that just from doing this
0: show, like some of my
1: normie (laughs) friends. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? That's not a compliment to me. It's like, so you're just, I don't know, it's like, no, you should... I'll be doing what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's uh, land, Land
0: of the free, right? Supposedly. I, I mean, yeah. no, it isn't. But, land of the
1: scared. Yeah. But, but Perceived
0: un- free. Until people start acting like it, it will never be.
1: That's the thing. And it's just like, I, I just, I really wish for like other human beings that they would just do what they want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like live authentically. Yeah. You know, like you have these desires and these wants and as you know, long you're, as you're not trying to harm anyone else or like do anything terrible.
0: If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you.
2: But we won't get
1: our social security.
0: Uh, actually, yes, you y- will. You still will. Yeah.
1: But Your what US- about the roads? But what about who, the electricity? But what about the, the water? Pot the <laughs> potholes. The potholes. <laughs> who will put all the potholes in the road and then not fix them? Well,
0: who will burn the garbage. It's not to say that there won't be a New Hampshire government, right? It's just to say that New Hampshire becomes its own independent state and therefore whatever the state level, level government is now is the supreme sort of, you know, law of the land, right? So Isn't
1: that supposed to be Isn't that how it's supposed to be anyways? Well, if
0: you look at what the founding fathers yeah. were trying to do, yes. Yeah. But at the same time we know that the constitution you know, whether you agree with the wording on it or not, uh, it's not a contract. It was supposed to establish limits on government to create the smallest government that the world had ever seen. And instead, it has <laughs> resulted in the largest empire ever seen in all of history on planet Earth. I need so a, I need you mean
2: a pine tree riot, too.
0: Yeah, you do the math. You figure out what that means um so yes a reduction is a reduction right like when you're trying to lose weight right you're like yeah the goal is to be skinny but if you lose 10 pounds sweet you're closer to your goal right now me i'm a philosophical anarchist i think the government is antique and barbaric and should go the way of the dodo immediately if not sooner because people don't need it it's not necessary uh but since we can't make that happen overnight I will take a reduction. Right. And to me, a reduction is the independence of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, any reduction. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, that is a reduction. That is uh, on the way to uh, achieving uh, individual sovereignty. Right. One foot in front of another. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm all for secession in case uh, anybody had any question about that. Geez, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, there does appear to be enough discontent amongst granite staters with the federal government for them to take another bite at this apple. While the possibility for the bill's passage is minuscule, the circumstances that fuel this drive toward a national divorce continue to prime the pump. Our national debt is already at $33 trillion and continues to climb, but the present burden for Americans is their inability to sustain themselves and stave off personal debt, largely due to federal mismanagement and overreach. Uh, as a colleague of this author... Uh, named Banshee had written. Americans want affordable food and the ability to buy property and live the American dream. They don't care about fluffed up job reports propped up by overblown government spending. I've said it a dozen times. If I've said it once, you cannot lie to people about what's in their bank account. Retirements are down. Prices are up. Wages are lagging. That's what Bidenomics is. There's nothing positive about it. Rather, It's been a catch-all term for just how horrible the current economic malaise is. Worse is that there's no end in sight. How long will it take for interest rates to recede to affordable levels? Five years? A decade? And don't hold your breath on prices coming down. At best, we'll continue to see a slowing in their continued growth. Right. So when the government says inflation is down, that's not what they mean. They mean the rate of growth of inflation is down compared to what it was right. yesterday. Right. Like
2: when government cuts the budget from, uh, you know, they say, well, we have a cut in the budget. Yeah. It's it, instead of going up three percent, it only went up two percent. Right. So yeah. that's the cut. That's the cut. Yeah. Right. They, yeah. they made a, a
0: big, you know, one yeah, percent. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see, uh, somebody touted the smart language in the bill that triggers a secession move by this time, the sponsor Jason Gearhart put in a trigger event. So he said, instead of just being a blanket, Hey, we want to go our own way. If enough people vote for it. He said, Hey, how about this time? We say if the federal government's national debt reaches $40 trillion, which is an unfathomable amount, it's a lot of money.
1: We're I mean, at, it already is. We're at no,
0: $33 trillion right no, now.
2: We are. I'm looking at it right now. $33,720,000,000,000. Uh, and, and $42
0: million. <laughs>
2: and,
0: and the one thing most people never talk about anymore is unfunded liabilities. That number is $136 trillion now. And so when you look at this, you have to go, hey, maybe we should honestly start to sit down and objectively look truthfully at the problems we are facing and try to come up with some solutions. Uh, Others in and out of the legislature have no interest in entertaining a solution of diversiture from the federal fold. The now former state rep Brody DeShales acknowledged that legitimate distaste for federal taxation and power mongering is behind the impetus of this movement, but still testified in front of state federal uh, relations and Veterans Affairs Committee in opposition to Mm -hmm. the first attempt to the CACR Yeah, 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 I remember this guy. DeShales does acknowledge that people in New Hampshire today are upset about the amount of powers the federal government claims to have over them. He says, New Hampshire lost some of that sovereignty because we accepted federal dollars and we ceded a number of responsibilities. Now, we're still sovereign, technically, over this. We can, through the constitutional process, freely take back those powers. It just means we're going to have to give up the carrots.
1: I didn't even know about the free state project. Right. I was like looking at houses before I even knew you guys were up here. Yep. I had no clue. I was just like, yeah, New Hampshire's cool. Yeah, but there I don't are, of, live here there are you know? a lot of
2: people who have come here. I mean, it's a social Sundays who've just oh, yeah. they're, they're just coming here like to check it out yeah. from the West Coast or
0: all over. There's people who have moved uh, who have come to, you know, one or more social events that are put on by by some of these freedom oriented people and then we never hear from them again. But they yeah, moved. They, they're here. Yeah. They moved. They're just they're doing here. their own thing. They're well, just, you know, they're living their life, doing their job, having their kids, you know, family, whatever like it is that. they're doing. Yeah. Right. You know. They so, don't have to hang out with us every no, Sunday. <laughs> no. And sometimes, like, like you'll see somebody pop in, like, once a year at one of these events if you go to them regularly. Like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, yeah. you know, We're up here and we're doing the thing and blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, and they're still here. So, right. like, there is support here. Now, the underrated um, item, I think, for New Hampshire is the fact that... And this is indoctrination, but look at the New Hampshire license plate. What does it say? Live,
1: live free or it. die. Live free or
0: die. So everybody who has lived here, even in the surrounding states, Mass and Vermont and Maine and you know, they have seen so many of these things that they have heard the words live free or die. They have read the words live free or die so many freaking times. Yeah. That it like this is partial oh, they, indoctrination. Well no, they so, think
2: it's cool too. Like, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. live free or die. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Well, if people have one reaction or another. Either people are like, Yeah that's cool or or a lot of like liberal mass people will kind of be like like use it as like not derogatory like that's not the word i'm looking for but it's kind of like they'll use it like yeah like they use it and Especially like a hillbillies with, a, up with, there. A, with a negative yeah. connotation they're like oh live free or die mm-hmm. like you guys are idiots or whatever
0: yeah uh so
1: i'm like well you're dying and you're not free so yeah. that. Sounds like it sucks. Well, they're worse. all moving to
2: Boston's trash can. You know, Nashua. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. That, that
2: whole area. You I call, call it Boston's uh, trash can.
1: I call it uh, Lowell, New Hampshire, because <laughs> the that's Lowell Connector. Literally, <laughs> one of the. Uh, oh god. Yeah, they should. Um, I think Massachusetts. We should just make Nashua part of Massachusetts. Right. It- <laughs> right. Sell it. <laughs> yeah can Anna, we sell it what can, sorry, what can we Anna get for that, for
0: that? <laughs> uh,
2: no, i'm I'll not
1: take the sorry malls i really don't like nashua anyways whatever. Uh, i've
0: never been there for anything oh, so, we're just there uh, at an ll like, bean store it's, it's like m- sorry.
1: Right. It, the ll bean store is nice yeah, yeah. well we'll keep we'll keep the yeah. ll bean store
0: <laughs> get your cashmere sweaters <laughs> uh one of the is that a led zeppelin reference cash no cashmere. no at, at, that
1: at is, ll bean you that can is get my cashmere sweaters favorite led zeppelin song though yeah
0: i don't need to know that
1: Okay, Win well, again, you know, against,
2: you know so, we're talking about Led Zeppelin. Yeah, let's not do that. No, okay. Yeah. We're talking about it a day before I go on a rant. Yeah, there he goes.
0: <laughs> but uh, speaking of music, though, uh, one of the first New Hampshire-based bands uh, that I heard uh, was, is a band called Scissor Fight. Yeah. And uh, they've uh, since COVID ended, they put on some shows. They're back out and doing shows again. Uh, I didn't go to the last one because, well, I'm here doing this on, on most weekends. I have a quick question. Yeah.
1: Are they lesbians? No. Okay.
0: It's like four dudes.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was wondering
0: they might they, be they might trapped be trapped in a man's body, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, um, <laughs> no, it's, they're not called Scissor Ring; they're called Scissor Fight.
1: Well, <laughs> I, listen, I'm not gonna, you know.
0: I, I mean, shame anybody. Okay, I don't know if right, it could be right. a
1: fight. I don't know. They
0: have they have an album called The Granite State. Yeah. Right? Oh, weird band from New Hampshire naming their album after the you know nickname of the state or whatever. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, The opening track is called Granite State Destroyer, and the opening lyric is, Weed, guns, and axes. We don't pay our taxes because we don't exist on any government list. Nice. Now, this is a New Hampshire-based band that has no affiliation with... Anything libertarian, anarchist, they have no, they're rock and roll, right? They're but that's Doomer, ingrained Stoner in their... kind of rock, yeah. right? They're but just they're cool, man. But they're from New Hampshire. And like, and this is like, that's what I mean. This is the underrated thing that when people think about secession or liberty movements or whatever, like New Hampshire is already conditioned to be the live free or die state, yeah. right? right? It already doesn't have a whole bunch of laws that other places have. We're the only state in the union with no seatbelt law. We're the only state yeah. in the union with no helmet it's, law. It's little
1: right? stuff it's, like that, yeah. right?
2: During that that first round of secession talks, yeah. um I remember Ian said uh, just to just to kind of paraphrase it, he goes, "Just think like who would want to join the United States?" <laughs> right. That, I remember him saying that. I was like, "That's brilliant." Yeah. Like who would want to vote, like, hey, you want to be part of our thing? We're really in debt. Yeah. Uh, we've got wars all over
1: the world. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? The people who do... Our economy's um, out of
2: control. Yeah. we got inflation <laughs> yeah. at
0: record levels. And I, and I just saw a story... People can't afford to eat. I, you want saw to try a,
2: I saw a story today that Venezuelan immigrants in Chicago are moving back to Venezuela because yeah. it's so bad Well, so, and,
1: and I think that happens a lot where people will migrate here um, out of desperation because either their country is even worse. Right. Or... There are so many, like, maybe at one point, America was this beacon yeah. of freedom, kind of. Sure. Compared um, to many other places. Com- compared yeah, to many probably other places, is, right? Yeah. Like, even, like, not even that long ago. Um, so I think sometimes people get, like, a lot of misconceptions about what's going to happen for them when they get here, and... Um, and then they are usually, I'm assuming, disappointed. Or like I yeah. said, they're coming from somewhere where there's like gang violence in the well, streets and it's really, really awful. And they're like, listen, I just want like a safe place to live. A gold yeah. toilet. This is good this is enough, you know. have <laughs> got gold I toilets. Listen, I don't need a gold toilet. I just need to like not fear for my life every day, right. you know. Oh That's why they're leaving so, Chicago,
0: probably. Like, geez, it's better in here's, Venezuela. Here's one yeah. thing that won't I mean, happen. Chicago. I guarantee you this will not happen. When the dollar collapses or when it's about to collapse, when government fails and crumbles in the same way that the former Soviet Union did, right, because that's the nearest example we have to what is likely to happen here, Mm -hmm. because all empires die,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, the government's not going to give you any warning. Right. They're gonna tell everyone. Yeah, Friday. Afternoon. They're gonna give you. Yeah, they're gonna give you the jobs. Oh yeah, jobs are fine. Yeah. People are working more, and no, nope, unemployment's down. And like they're gonna fudge all these numbers to have, lull you into a false belief of security, which they're already doing. Right? Yeah, if you actually right. look at the numbers, and then you look at what they're saying, you are like total lie. But like yeah, you can't I mean, hold these people accountable for what they say because they're freaking politicians.
1: I also think um, it's so easy to distract people. You don't even really have to lie to them because they're just not paying attention. Yeah. Ooh, look, what You know, I mean, football or or something. Yeah, football. <laughs> like, look at this, look at that. Um, or TikTok. Why don't you go on TikTok? Yeah, yeah. We love TikTok. Mm, they're um, not and all buying this the stuff. whole
0: Ukraine thing, <laughs> uh, bombing yeah. in Israel. Yeah.
1: yeah, you know, and it's like, I mean, it is impossible to ignore the fact that groceries are so much more expensive. Right. Rents are so much more expensive. Yep. You can't buy a house. You can't qualify for a mortgage. Like right. all these things. Like. That is impossible to hide at this point, but I think a lot of people feel helpless against it, and they're just like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do, and this is just the way it is, and, mm-hmm. you know, well, at least I have TikTok.
2: Right. Wait till they pull the plug on the internet.
1: Ooh, yeah, what are you going to do then?
0: Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, the government is not going to warn you of its own imminent collapse. Right. And so if you're not thinking about it already, you should. You should start asking yourself wait, is the government going to collapse? No, no, it won't. Well, how do you know? What do you know? Right. Like, get yourself an education if you haven't already. Because once you start looking into it, it gets ugly real quick, and you're going to be in denial. You're going to be like, no, 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 that's not true. And then you're going to read some more about it, and you're going to look at some other things, and somebody else that you know is going to present you with something that you didn't even know out of left field. And It'll be like, oh, my gosh, really? That's The epiphany mm, that moment, total, right? Yeah, and, right, and eventually you're going to have, right, the epiphany. You're going to have the aha. You're going to wake up, if you will. Not yeah. become woke. You're going to wake up, awaken. Mm-hmm. If you will, take to the reality, the,
1: the glasses, you yeah. know, it's right. like
0: they live, right? You know, the opposite of that, right? Yeah. You take the glasses mm-hmm. off. And you're like, oh, my gosh. reality's totally different yeah. than what I have believed it was mm-hmm. all of my freaking life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So. So um, it's
2: probably going to happen on a Friday. Maybe like Thanksgiving weekend, like oh, everyone's like everything's fine. Friday, yeah, the Black banks Friday, are, New banks, banks Black are closed. Friday. You know, everyone's shopping like Call crazy, it Red and then Monday, oh, the banks aren't open on Monday, bank holiday. <laughs> you know, you can only get so much money. That's, I mean, that's that no, stuff I, is happening I in other countries where you can only get like a thousand dollars a day out of your bank.
0: I think the first indicator is going to be the same as it was in two thousand eight, and that's a stock market collapse. That's going to be your. First sort of canary in the coal mine, yep. right? Outside of the massive inflation that's happening currently. Outside of the continuous printing of money out of thin air, backed by nothing, uh, and uh, arming of people in places that we have no no business being in or doing anything about. Um, are there other places on planet Earth where governments tax their people to fund stuff over here? This from Zero Hedge prolific wanker known as the Sperminator <laughs> creates unvaxxed sperm group on Facebook after requests skyrocket. Now, uh, that's a loaded uh, a loaded headline. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so let's just... The uh, you know. stock is rising. A-, a man known as the Sperminator has created an offshoot of the largest sperm donation group in the United States which only provides sperm from men who have refused to take the COVID vaccine shot. Uh, Let's see, where does it start into? Uh, Jonathan David Rinaldi, the sperminator himself, Mm. was a frequent donor to a Facebook group called (laughs) Sperm Donation USA. However, after noticing a massive increase in requests for unvaccinated sperm, he started his own splinter group. The Daily Mail reports, and I have a picture, and you know, it's a tweet. Okay, whatever. Uh, Rinaldi's group boasts nearly 250 members who have helped many people successfully start families, according to the report. Most members are offering their sperm for free. Rinaldi, age 44, is one of the millions of Americans who has been captured by the theory that the COVID vaccines somehow damage the reproductive system. Theory? Uh, well, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, it's we have evidence, but...
2: I guess... It's, well, you this is probably can't written prove by court, him,
0: but. so this is written by... I don't even know yeah. who wrote this, but uh, quote now from him. I don't trust big government, big pharma, I don't trust them, and I don't need to inject myself with things that I don't even know what it is, said cool. Mr. Rinaldi. Smart guy. Users of Mr. Rinaldi's group share this false idea... With posts, <laughs> <False idea. laughs> In- I love yeah. when
1: they say stuff like that. Well, this is a, like, this Meh. is written
0: by not zero Hat. Yeah, a quote, right, I know. I know. Uh, anyway, uh, with posts linking the COVID shot to sperm death and other vaccine-related misinformation. Oh, Cryos, one of America's largest sperm banks, told Daily Mail it had a very it had very few clients requesting information about unvaccinated donors, but anecdotally, DailyMail.com dot has seen new interest in unvaccinated sperm donors on the Facebook groups in the U.S. Women searching for unvaccinated sperm donors, specifically no-COVID-VAX, on their posts looking to find a baby-making partner. Uh, And they give you an example. Uh, Looking for unvaccinated sperm donors near New Jersey. Uh, I am a single mother to a two-year-old and would like to give her a sibling I'm looking to inseminate in late September. FYI, I will not explain why. I desire an unvaccinated donor in this thread, and I'm not interested in being educated about the COVID jab. I'm only looking for a potential donor. Wow. So that's an example of... Yep,
1: give your sperm, not your opinions.
0: (laughs) Men in the group identify themselves with descriptors such as unvaccinated men uh, or sperm, not modified by mRNA. (laughs) No. One recipient of said unvaxxed sperm posted a photo of her positive pregnancy test with the caption, one more farm-raised, not pharma-raised baby Ooh, is on its way. Nice. Cool.
2: Okay. Free-range free human.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, oh, you mean just like humans? Right? Yeah, it's right, like, right.
1: It's like uh, organic food. <laughs> An organic it's person. like, isn't that
0: just food? Yeah, as my grandparents used to call it. Yeah, just yeah. food. food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just food. Yeah. According to Rinaldi, he began questioning vaccinations in general after having his own child. I've had no flu shots, no COVID shots, nothing since I was a baby, he said. My cool. best friend growing up was not vaccinated at all, and he's totally fine and healthy. Imagine that. Jeez. Yeah. When I had my first child, I started reading the inserts and the ingredients. And when the school started yeah. saying my son had to have them, I really don't like being told what to do by the government. So it made me think, and I did the opposite yeah (laughs) that's a perfect love this guy uh there's a few more screenshots and whatnot here uh again i'll post a link to this on our social media rinaldi who lives in forest hills new york first began donating sperm at the request of a lesbian friend now he has three children with his ex-partner and has donated sperm to conceive another 16 more wow major pain can you hear us
3: yeah, I got you. All right, good. All right. Uh, well, you came
0: on right before the break, and I know you had more to say, so go ahead.
3: I, well, I did, and that was on the whole COVID and blood thing. I also got a pickle story on what you guys are talking about right now. Um, the way that whole thing started is they used to put a drop of blotter acid on the back of the stamp and stick it on the envelope. Right. And then the cops got wiser this, so they started cutting off the stamps, and that was pretty much all they did, Hanky was your mail for Hell, I don't know three decades or so, but uh, this yeah this crime thing I can understand, you know the theory behind it and whatnot. But if your kid wants to draw you a picture, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know. yeah, this is a
0: a commentary on the war on drugs. Yeah, right? the war on the drugs. The war on prisoners. The war on drugs is such a failure that government can't even keep drugs outside. Of federal prisons, yeah. So,
3: oh hell, it's easier to cop dope in the in the joint than it is oh, on yeah. the street.
1: Absolutely, you have to pay a premium. I mean,
3: hell, everybody knows everybody. You know your dealer. There ain't no strange guy on the corner, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, uh, pickle story.
3: Oh, the pickle story. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I don't remember the name of the company. It's out of business. I think it went out of business back in the 50s when this all went down. Mm -hmm. But they had the tallest pickle barrel in the world. It was like 55 feet or something, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, somewhere along the line, some poor dude had fallen in the barrel. And he got fermented (laughs) for like decades.
0: Oh no! <laughs> yeah,
3: when they fin- when they finally emptied the pickle barrel, I think thirty years after they'd emptied it the last time, the only thing left of this dude was like bones and coveralls. Yeah, you could so- say he was
1: in quite a pickle.
3: Oh, God. oh. well, he, he got uh, what a sour bottle, joke vinegar <laughs> and whatnot.
0: Kind of, kind of spicy. Yep. Yeah, kind of mm. spicy.
3: Oh, I remember what I was gonna tell you guys last week when you asked me if I had anything and uh one of it jumped right out of my head. I used to know an old girl that was uh I don't know if she was a dispatcher as well as a CO, but she worked at the county jail. And uh she told me, and this is way back in the late eighties. Yeah eighty percent of the cops, and this is just county cops in a in a you know peaceful place where there is I mean, it's a pretty damn stressful job. Barney Fife could handle it up here. <laughs> but uh, she said 80% of these clowns were on some kind of an antidepressant. And yeah. I'm just thinking, no wonder, you know, the world's so screwed up. Are I you mean, talking about like
0: the the supposed mass shooters? They're all on some kind of antidepressant?
3: Well, the mass shooters do. I mean, in case you ain't noticed, they've never released. All right. So then so if you're that, not talking the
1: about the... That- right? Weren't you talking about the, the correctional officers?
3: Yeah, that was la- that was last week, yeah.
0: Oh, so you're saying so, the COs yeah. are the ones on antidepressants.
3: Yeah, well, last week we were talking about the mass shooters being at them, and how, yeah. how they never okay. released any information.
0: Sorry, I missed that.
3: But, um, yeah, so...
0: Yeah, I'm not surprised anyway. though. I mean, imagine being like a prison guard and just seeing that all day long, right? Prisoners, you know, being kept in cages, being told what to do, right? Conforming and being docile and compliant and then an occasional riot breaks out or a food fight in the in the, you know, cafeteria or whatever, right? That kind of thing. Um, you know, perhaps uh you know, being involved in caging humans Inhumanely uh, makes one depressed. I don't know. Right. I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist or a mental health professional, but you do the math. It seems to me it, it fits. You're going to be a guard in you know a place where prisoners are being held. Might be kind of a depressing. I wonder. Job. I wonder if they uh, call. No,
3: no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about the CEOs. I'm talking about the patrol officers. Oh. And like I said, this is a very low stress county. I mean, you know, they mm. might go out and serve tax violations and whatnot, but the state... Well, yeah, do you, the think, do you think
0: that's their subconscious kicking in, going, I'm a thug?
1: Well, <laughs> let's just put this into perspective. This is an article from 2016. One in six Americans take antidepressants. Uh, I have this other study. During 2015 to 2018, 13.2% of Americans aged 18 or over report taking an antidepressant medication in the past 30 days. What percentage? Um, 13%. 132 okay. And then I have another article from 2022, from July 8th, 2022, antidepressant prescribing increases by 35% in the past six years.
0: Okay, I was going to say, I think that those numbers are higher, and I'm correct, they are higher now. They're
1: they're climbing, they're climbing. So SSRIs are very, very commonly prescribed.
0: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freytalklive.com.